Sports Arena, welcome to ReCW. Booyaka, booyaka. This week we're covering episode 130 and 131. You got myself, Paul, and I'm joined as always by Jay and Griff. Say hello, Jay and Griff. Hi. It's Jay. Hi, I'm b- 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 back. Hi. Hey. So Booyaka Booyaka is quite interesting because I think we did try 619 times to get the app to work yesterday to record this. Oh, we don't talk about that. Oh, sorry. It's Keith brother. Don't work yourself into a shoot. It's getting too serious. But we are. We have made it somehow. It's nice of something to work for us. It helps. It helps a lot. <laughs> Um, yeah, for those that listened before, this is ReCW, your weekly ECW review podcast. We look at hardcore TV from episode one all the way to 401 and every pay-per-view and special we can find in between. And by I say find, I mean on the WWE Network. It's your one slot, chop, flop. Although I did <laughs> notice that you were um, sorting through your old ECW and XPW um, DVDs on... Uh on Instagram at underscore sports arena. This is true, but that's for after the fall, isn't it? As a DVD state, but we'll get there. But, um, you know, I went through a few, found a couple of um, classics. Didn't realise how... You sort of, you know you love ECW, you don't realise how much sort of afterwards you love, like the only ROH DVDs you've got, I've got like Terry Funk or Steve Carino and a barbed wire match and... Every XPW DVD with Shane Douglas on the front, you sort of own, and you think, oh, that's interesting. Well, you were kind of into Kid Chaos as well, so. Yeah, he was cool. I really thought him and RVD would have been good. Yep. But it never happened. Apart from um, SmackDown versus Raw a lot. And mm-hmm. actually never live up to the hype. Ah, memories. So this week, yeah, episode 100 and. 30. We're back in October the 17th, 1995. And I've got some outside ECW things happening, which I'll probably jump on in between episodes, which is exciting for everyone. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah, starts off a promo by Bueller again, hyping up a box. Griff, it's you want to take it through Yeah, this bit of you. It's pretty like people moaning about she keeps on getting small segments. segments. <laughs> but it's not the size... <laughs> So the size of the segment is what you do with it. And then we get a really weird kind of, I suppose, just a highlight reel videos. Yeah, which is originally um, had Nirvana heart-shaped box to it. Which probably would have worked a lot better than the backing yeah, track so that was on this. A little bit of tidbit for you there. Heart-shaped box allegedly written about Courtney Love. Oh. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, but it's okay. not the greatest of songs if you listen to it. It's not. It's not always got the nicest, nicest stuff to it if you listen to it. It's not. Um, it's not that romantic. No. Um, <laughs> quick, James, find the lyrics. Um, Joe Styles, a quick rundown. Who of they are the lyrics. Show. Yeah, basically. <laughs> rundown of the show. Exciting. Um, the Extreme Encyclopedia is back. Does anyone remember what About the... time to. Yeah, no, I thought this was long gone. I'm so happy this was gone. So I, I saw this was written in Spanish and I thought, it's a good thing Griff speaks Spanish. <laughs> this was your thing. You've got a lot of things at the moment, Griff. You need to step up with this episode. I'll give it, I'll, I'll give it my best 
shots. Oh. So we have Ray Mysterio Jr. His name, noun, yeah. noun. <laughs> Mara from Maraviloso Lucha. No, Maraviloso Luchador. Hoy el mejor luchador del mundo. Sensational viente anos de edad. Fuera de sosis. No tiene igual. I really like that. I kind of just had a brain spark moment where I want to get a Google Translate and say this week on ECW we are covering episodes 131 and get you to record it and use it as an advert on Instagram at underscore sports arena. It might be, so in the world of social media, I, um, uh, you know, the world of social media means that every day is a school day, which is, which is amazing. Um, and the thing I didn't realize I knew I needed in my life was someone had translated um, Smash Mouth um, uh, All-Star? All-Star um, from English to, um, I want to say Arabic, and then back. And then obviously, because you put it through um, Google Translate, it, it, it doesn't quite always use um, the same language. So it becomes this very warped, very weird version about um uh kind of weirdly pumping you up kind of song um and it's the same there yeah, i just feel like your description it, you know. of it kind of weirdly pumps you up to listen to it <laughs> <laughs> you sort of think oh that sounds interesting but it doesn't what is that? <laughs> maybe maybe later I'll, I'll find it and send it across to you so that you can put it on the mm-hmm. underscore sports arena Twitter page and people can read it and make their own mind up. Um, but it makes about as much sense as, as Griff's Spanish reading. I think I'll get better. So the next one, Psychosis. El <laughs> I mean, I'm struggling Welcome. with the names. <laughs> it's how it's broken down. Incompetitor, peligroso, haratre, maniobra, para, efectua, una. Porque la suya se ve para tre de cualquier otro. Hey. Dos cerveza. That's what I was going to do is actually Google See. what they meant. I'm guessing they're quite clever, like. Oh, well, yeah. I, thought, I thought the um, the encyclopedias were gone. Everyone did. but um, Turns out they were just in Spanish. Yeah, it turns out in America they were gone, but in Mexico they were still happening. The unabridged 1995 edition. So, will we get something different in '96? I hope so. I'm excited. I've been collecting them all. All right, next up, we have a little promo. That match is coming up, by the way, soon. And um, next, we get a promo from the D- 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 Dudley Boys, and we get a debut. Debut, a highly anticipated debut. It is highly anticipated. It is. Um, it's nice. Um, Familiar faces turn up. It wasn't what I expected, but yeah. And we got a but, 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 a but. Bubba Ray Dudley has emerged. Bubba Ray Dudley. Um, I, do you know what? I enjoyed this because of the clusterfuck that it was <laughs> and how at some point you could clearly see Bubba and old dances with Dudley completely break character and start laughing. 
of every time someone's saying something and big going <laughs> it's like they didn't think the camera was on them and then like yeah and Bubba in his first ECW promo just completely broke character and started chuckling because he couldn't cope with it but um, yeah I enjoyed that and we finally saw Sign Guy Dudley because I think all the other times his signs covered his face yeah but um yeah, what do you think of old um, Bubba's appearance? Forgetting what he'd become, just purely taking what he is. Very wooden at the moment, but I guess that's the character he's playing at the moment. Um, it's crazy, you think, from this segment that he goes on to be, I, I suppose, ECW royalty. Wrestling royalty, I think. One of the most um, decorated tag royalties. teams across the in the, the wrestling world. So... Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting to kind of see what it starts as. Mm. Um, uh, Dudley Dudley annoys me at the moment. Um, and I felt took away from Baba Ray. Um, it's, it's kind of weird because Dudley Dudley kind of really thinks he's the star at this point. It's almost like he's the ringleader. Oh, and he is, you know, the, yeah. the, the only pure Dudley. Um, the only Dudley whose mummy and daddy's name was Dudley. What happened to um, Dudley Dudley? This guy. So, how, so how long do you have to I, wait for Devon? I'm, I'm reading at the moment about Dudley Dudley. Is he, is he going to do anything else? Not really. So um, uh, Dudley Dudley American came dancing with Dudley after former partner Snot was badly injured in a jet ski accident. Huh. Uh, so that's where Snot Dudley went. Um, uh, he left ECW in 1996 and decided to take a hiatus from wrestling. Oh. In October 97, he turns in. He appears in WCW as a jobber. Um, uh, wrestling Brian Pillman. Oh no, that was 95. He wrestled Brian Pillman. Classic. Uh, he did some Big Japan Pro Wrestling matches, uh, competing in a variety of death matches. I think I'd watch a Dudley Dudley death match, mm. Big Japan Pro Wrestling death match. Let's find it. I might have to find that at some point. I'll find it. Um, did a little bit of um, International Wrestling Association for Puerto Rico with Carlos Colon. Um, bit of Florida, IPW. Um, he was in IPW Hardcore um, as Evil Snack. An evil evil Chef snack. with his protégés Von Tankard and Kubiak, who were known as the Snack Pack. Oh. So wrestled his original and Dudley. Worked, uh, uh, trained numerous wrestlers at Malenko's School of Professional Wrestling in Tampa. Huh. Including Chad Collier and uh, Molly Holly. He was trained by Dean Malenko. And Kane. He was trained by Dean Malenko. And then went on to work in Steve Kern's school as well. Huh. <clears throat> so he, he did bits, but... Um, yeah, see, so he changed his name to Original Dudley. Yeah. Later on, that's exciting. So, yeah, that's what the Dudley boys... So, anyway, Bubba's arrived, broke character, it's quite funny. And now we've got a little cheeky match of the week, Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Psychosis, a two out of three falls match. I think Ray walked out to his WCW theme. <laughs> what belt is Psychosis coming out to with? I'm guessing it's the AAA um, something. Because when this I match the belts, I did think it'd be interesting if he loses. 
considering he's got yeah. double belt. Do you know Rey Mysterio's son was at this time? In no. Oh, that's a good game. Must be a hoot. Um, you know, you won't get it. System for down. Yep. That's it. Metallica, sad but true. Oh, Metallica. Yeah. Why? That fact is sad but true. But yeah, so yeah, it came out to his WCW theme, so obviously they've overdubbed it. Thought it was. It's in my notes. Which is sad but accurate. Um, super fast match. Ray comes out flying into the crowd, hitting with a flying. Uh, the first fall came when Ray hit a flying reverse victory roll. It you was might, crazy start. I'm you might know as a hurricane runner. Yeah, I was surprised how quick the first fall happened. I was. I, I liked he did it. kind of leap out. He could, it was a, it was a crazy. Um, yeah, he really did um, give the offense from the get go. Yeah, I thought for a two out of three falls match, I kind of found it sort of quite refreshing where someone just literally came out the blocks and kind of steamrolled someone. I think also on the back of. Um, all of the 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 Eddie and yeah. um, Dean Malenko matches to see them able to pin each other fairly quickly was was quite um, yeah different. Have we ever seen a two out of three falls match where they pin one two three they get up and they pin again? I don't get the whole give them a rest between falls. I get for stipulation changes. No, it'd be good. Like to that. that with someone. I think someone should do. Like one, two, three down, and then just try it. Obviously, this should cook out because that way it's got kind of a five count. But I mean, just... obviously, they can't do it now with Brock because it's gone too far the other way. But if they'd done it like when he first came back, Kim against Cena, saying a two out of three falls match, and he literally just blitzed Cena in like two falls really quickly, he would have been a megastar, even more so. Um, yeah, so basically, first full Rey Mysterio with a flying reverse victory roll. Um, then Tombstone, crazy Tombstone for a second full. We sort of did a moonsault and he was caught. And... Mm. He sort of hit him with yep. a Tombstone. So Psychosis got the second full. Then Psychosis got the third full with a sort of double flippy moonsault leg drop thing off the top. Like you said, because he's got the belts, he couldn't really like lose them, really. And, and it's one apiece now, as they point out. Um I think um, the difference in styles that they they took on, um, I, I really liked. So the first was a little bit more of your more classic luchador style match. The second full suddenly just went ape shit and weapons and outside and stuff um, and smashing through tables. And then um, the third was a little bit more of a mix between, but there was like a uh, a different flavour to every full that I quite liked. Yeah. Like cheese and onion. Like cheese and onion. Fish and chips. Mm. And I think I noticed a cheeky little Joel Gertner cameo in the ring afterwards. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think he, um, if you go back and watch it after the match, you see Joe Gertner sort of scuttling through like he was going to announce. I'm sure it's him. Very young, mm. but he's there. Um, next, we get clips of the Pitbulls versus Raven and Stevie Richard for the ECW Tag Team titles. I like the bit where sort of Pitbulls come charging out and <laughs> you've got Joey Styles going, do they look ready or what? And suddenly get a lightning fade and Pitbull one's dead on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, what the fuck happened? 
He's getting stretched out. Yeah, I thought, I guess it's all not then, really. I'm like, oh wow, they've cut loads of this. Yeah, he goes, do they look ready or what? Dead. And I don't get, obviously, we'll come to it later on, I suppose, in the second episode. Yeah. There must be a reason why the title changed hands. Um, just, well, we'll get to that bit. I suppose, yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. We didn't really see much of, first it's a lumberjack match. We didn't really see a great deal of the lumberjacks getting involved. No, um, one clearing it at some point. Well, but they were screwed because Big Dick obviously is seriously injured. Yeah, I mean, so neither of them can move, even without like injury. Um, so them having to patrol the entire ring and um, do all of those kind of points was was difficult. Um, but um, yeah, it was just a really um, bad choice of lumbering people to to have in the uh, as lumberjacks um i mean the 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 choke slams from 911 on um uh the uh the dudleys were some of the very worst we've actually ever seen i was waiting for obviously knowing like oh my god this is bubba ray's big debut i was waiting for like he can't lift him but obviously yeah. he could <laughs> so that was kind of anti-climax. In fact, he's the only one who he did actually properly lift. Yeah, he lifted him impressively quite high. I Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that goes a long way to show how much of a better worker Bubba Ray is than a lot of the other Dudley, including Chubby Dudley, who we haven't officially met yet, oh, but Chubby it? Dudley was in there instead of dances with. Yeah. He's there. He exists. But yeah, the Pitbulls lost the belts. That was a long title reign. Yeah, Pitbulls lost the belt. A um, bit of help from Cactus Jack, but... And uh, Bill Alfonso, obviously. Yeah. Alfonso had a... And then he, he kind of beat up and dribbled all over Todd Gordon. There was a lot of phlegm. There was a lot of phlegm. There was a lot of phlegm. <laughs> Just... <laughs> It just reminded me of something that happens later on that really made me laugh. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of things. So Bill Alfonso, like a brick shit house, beating the crap out of Todd Gordon again. At least Todd, Todd Gordon kind of sold it a little bit better than he usually does. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And then we just basically had Jerry Styles says goodbye. And I kind of looked at the clock and thought, that's interesting. And he said, next week we're going to get the freeway dance tag team match. And I thought, okay. Then suddenly we started to get the freeway dance tag team match. Yep. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. There's only two people at the dance. <laughs> yeah. I thought it's not even a dance. So. But then, to be continued. Dancing. But then obviously it started and it cut and said next week. And we got the, the infamous, the first ever of the Pulp Fiction sort of promos. Yes. And this annoyed me because obviously they have massively dubbed over the Pulp Fiction. Unless it's supposed to be like this. No, the original was the Pulp Fiction. Yeah, so yeah. That, that kind of annoyed more than like they could have. WWE could have afforded the rights to this. It gets you so much. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean easy? Um, Promo: Sandman and woman kicked it off basically drinking <coughs> ladders. Um, talk about Mikey. 
Yeah, women climbing a ladder. Oh. Yeah, same. Sort just of. some of these. I know you're gonna go through them all. Some of these segments, I feel like we've seen before, but some of them are new and they're kind of really chronologically like they're a little bit here, there, and everywhere. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's what they go for, though. I think yeah. They want it to be just like bang, 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 come back, bang. Over there, we get Steve Austin a little clip it from last week, saying about the superstar that he can be. Then we get um, a quick snippet saying Conan has arrived. Yeah. Then we get the the Taz clip that we saw last week, basically saying he's going to beat up Jason. And then we get the highlight of the week, promo-wise. Bill Alfonso just sort of making loads of noise. (laughs) Says that he's going to stay here until ECW is no more and that sign falls down. (laughs) And then the sign fell down. He goes, and the sign's falling down. And I'm still here, Daddy. I'm still here. I'm not sure if that was the, that was legit. It wasn't. It wasn't. I think you completely no, was, on the fly. It was just out and out, just cheapo ECW, wasn't it? It was just on the fly. But I just like the way he goes. The sign's down. It goes, but I'm still here. I'm still here. You can't get rid of me. Um, then Todd Gordon said he's ready for a fight, and he makes the matches. Um, let me get a quick highlight of Scorpio and Rocco falling off the top of the cage through the tables. Then we get Cactus Jack. Oh, um, really fast promos until Cactus Jack gets involved. Good, good Cactus promo. Cactus Jack Just talks a... about his love of uh, bad matches. Yeah. Um, he's found his new favourite thing, which is having bad matches. Referencing, as we talked about last week, the uh, the famous headlock match, um, uh, and his his you know anti-hardcore gimmick and style um and refers to uh, you know and he says that you know and as much as Heyman would love to to take him out that he knows his money mm. um first time i think poorly dangerously has been referenced as paul Heyman. very true yeah no. what thought. i did love going back a little bit was um where whilst alfonso was destroying todd gordon um uh uh, Joe Styles is trying to make Gordon a sympathetic character by telling us what her heart, you know, a, 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 an all heart businessman he is. And I'm kind of sitting there going, he, he ran a porn shop. Mm. <laughs> Some guy's got a business. Uh, uh, you know, and he's, he is a businessman, but, you know, it's not quite your mum and pops, you know, soup kitchen style. It's even more weird for me knowing I've only just seen the Rise and Fall of ECW like DVD and um, yeah. Have you? When did you see that? I saw it um, over the weekend. It was long. So, I could saw it in two segments. <laughs> so you are now up to speed with the mole and various other things. Yeah. I've seen a lot of spoilers obviously but obviously I know what to look forward to and yeah I know about the mole. Um, yeah crazy. He wasn't so keen to borrow my um, five-hour-plus version of Forever Hardcore, though. No? Um, Is that because he's still working through the 38 discs of the Public Enemy, though? He's building up to it. Building up to it, massively. But, yeah, really good, really... I I love stuff like this. So, yeah, really, really good um, DVD to add to the collection. Sat right next to the Monday Night Wars and Edge's um, box set. Well, I'm with now. So, yeah, 
Um, yeah, promo by Tommy Dreamer. Just like, yep, I'm ready with that one, wasn't it? Yeah, bless Tommy Dreamer. I think everyone's re- <laughs> actually just like, yeah, sharp. He's just, oh. Maybe okay when he's not feuding with Cactus Jack. But yeah, at the moment, I, don't, like... I don't dislike the guy at all. It's just, I find his promos just so. He's just, he's trying. I wish people like Scorpion had tried as much as he did, but it just, mm. it just feels like he's trying. Yeah. A lot. And then um, it takes us to the end of the episode. Yeah. Normally we head over to 131, but before then, I thought it'd be interesting to see what's going on in Nitro this time of the year. Oh, what was happening in Nitro? Well, because it's only recently started a couple of months, well, about a month before or something. And obviously we know that Eddie and that are over there now. So October the 16th, 1995. Mm-hmm. Which means that we know that um, ECW is on Tuesday nights, right? Of course. Could work that out. Um, Johnny B. Bad defeated DDP for the television title. Oh, wow. Eddie yeah. Guerrero defeated Chris Benoit. So I guess we can say that Benoit's officially gone now. Benoit's gone. Yeah. Um, Meng, okay, Haku, defeated Jim Duggan. Sting and Ric Flair defeated Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman. No. And then on the 23rd of October, um, Randy Savage was on it, Lugo, blah, blah, blah. But the interesting match is Eddie Guerrero and Mr. JL defeated Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko. Who's Mr. JL? He goes on to be ECW legend Jerry Lynn. Oh, not me. Fam- yeah. famous matches with um, RVD and stuff like that, which might have been mentioned on your. Um, yeah, did he not come up on your um, rise thing? and fall? Not massively. Like obviously, Rob Van Dam was mentioned loads, but Jerry Lynn wasn't really mentioned. Basically, most of the highlights of the matches would be against Jerry Lynn, blonde-haired guy, like yellow purple yeah. trunks. They just never said who he was. I'm surprised that like, Public Enemy didn't... They had a real quick mention at the beginning of the DVD, but then that was it. Yeah, I don't think they're... Um, yeah, I don't think they end too well, legacy-wise. Right. But we'll, we'll get there. Um, yeah, so 24th of October 1995, episode 131. We kick it off with that freeway dance, Raven and Stevie versus Public Enemy versus the Gangsters for the ECW Tag Team Titles. Um, only one spot really worth talking about. Two tables stacked. Stevie on the bo- on the top table, bottom table set on fire. Rocker rock, stand on a chair, balancing <laughs> on the top rope. Moonsault sort of off, and hits him. Is this the first flaming table? That's what I thought. It has to be. I thought it was. I because like... I was like, oh wow, I thought the Dudleys would have been like. Because even in the DVD was like, oh we had to go more, so we did Flaming Tables. So I was really surprised to see that the Public Enemy did it. Yeah, I thought it was just very casual and just like, oh, look, that table's on fire. And Jerry Styles is like, what's he doing? He's on fire, he's on fire! <laughs> and I forgot the freeway dance rules, that it's elimination. Yeah. Um, and obviously, as yes, we're onto it, like, obviously the Public Enemy win, six-time champions? Six. Oh, must be round five or six, isn't it? I just thought, why did they take the belts off the pit bulls if Raven and Steve was going to lose it like the same night? Cause this is this is literally like 
the reason why Raven and Steve Richards, I guess, come out like halfway through this match is because they've just had a match. I'm guessing they just didn't want the Pitbulls to lose to these teams. Uh, it just felt like, oh, I, I guess, why put the belts on them anyway? But I'm guessing they deserved the belts. But I guess one of them, unless he really did have a, an arm injury and that was legitimate. It could happen with the style and everything they're doing. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I just feel really sorry for like, they could have gone out this way in this kind of match. Mm. Um, but I guess with the three teams involved, they wouldn't really gel. They've had wars with the public enemy, obviously, previously, and Richards and Raven. But, um, yeah, just I just got a bit confused. Yeah, no. So, um, yes, yeah, exciting. So, public enemies take team champions again. And everyone gets them ring and dances. Yeah. Let me get a little intro video. Hit me. <laughs> Is it me if they started started stop saying the two when it goes three, one, hit me? I'm like, where's the two gone? Really froze me. Hit me. Um, interview with Stevie. Jason interrupts him. Stevie says that he loves Jason's suit, which made me chuckle. <laughs> this was the weirdest. This just went on for like 40 minutes of the 42 minute episode. I know. It was great. Um, so that happens uh, then we get a promo by Johnny Grunge which is just like blah um, then we get the highlights of the feud of Rocco Rock and Scorpio they've got a feud <laughs> yeah I lost track of how many feuds Public Enemy like oh my god if they're not feuding with Public Enemy or Dreamer then it's not worth feuding with no Sandman versus Mikey for the ECW world title before the match, Sandman Kane, Steve Austin, quite a lot. I think Sandman reali- uh, Austin even realised where he was. <laughs> this was definitely uh, you're not in WCW anymore, kind of. It, it was the proper, yeah. Yeah, no, it was a little bit um, a bit naughty. Then suddenly Conan out of nowhere started brawling with the Sandman. Yeah, his intros go. It was very kind of oh, okay. This is how you come on TV. Yeah, I guess I'd be interested in how many people sort of like knew him because obviously it's before the days of internet and everything. It would have been very much like tape trading. Mm. And um, yeah, who knew who this bad boy was? But it's good to see Conan. I'm interested because in, he becomes so amazing on the um, the mic. Even now, he's still great on the mic. So it'd be interesting to see if he does promos in ECW, sort of what they're like and how sort of natural he is. Mm. Um, Sandman ended up beating Mikey. Again, yeah, so that happened despite everyone beating up the Sandman beforehand. Um, talks about being the king of extreme and Mikey not winning the triple crown. An interview of JT Smith, which was weird again. That was weird. He just accidentally, like, yeah, they're they're building up that he's the um, the, the mock Italian again, um, after his new mentor. Um, Big Val, because, uh, yeah. you know, his last mentor went so well um, in Terry Funk. Um, so they're just building up him being this kind of fake Italian, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, we didn't get more Pulp Fiction promos. Yeah. Is this the one where they just kind of just looped the um, the Bubba Ray bit going, but, 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 yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, 
So that happened. Tommy Dreamer, Bueller, Cactus Jack, Terry Funk, Todd Gordon, Steve Austin, Sandman, Mike Ripwreck, Karen and Ray, Johnny Grunge and Raven. Pick any that you wish to talk about that stood out. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> no, I mean, as a, as, a, as a gimmick and, and as a timely gimmick, I, I think it's really good. Um, none of them are worthwhile. None of them are, are adding anything interestingly different to the story. So it is out and out a gimmick of, you know, just kind of moving these through and, and you know, that that music video style presentation of, of you know, person, 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 yeah. person, without I actually anything to it. I sort of feel like as it goes further on and they sort of get more and more sort of promos in their locker, it'll be better. Mm. Yeah. But as it is where they're just, they almost had a great idea and they're like, oh, just use the footage we've got. But, and they're just like, oh, God, I've seen it. But when they start to obviously churn out the new ones, and it becomes more relevant, I think it's going to get a lot better. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, um, you know, you having, you being given 15 seconds to say something is very different from me taking 15 seconds out of a promo that you've cut and then whacking it in something. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's the promo equivalent of Starwipe. It's kind of like, you know, and Starwipe and Starwipe and Starwipe. And it's kind of like, the, you don't need all of this. Just, it, it's it's cute that you've got a little gimmick here, but actually it's just, you know, you're playing with it for the sake of playing with it. Mm. But I felt uh, that when they kept doing the lightning <laughs> fade. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, what's he doing? But, um, Yeah. That was him, really. That was, that was the shows. You got the one as good as last week's shows. No. Still enjoyable, but I just didn't think it kind of was as good as, I think, last two episodes last week were very strong and were always going to be hard to beat, especially with the um, Steve Austin promo. Um, <clears throat> well, that's it. I mean, last week was very promo heavy, but it had sort of a great sort of matches i love the ray psychosis match but apart from that i can't remember any other matches that stood out to me yeah i mean i guess my problem with the race psychosis match was it feels really really early to be into a two out of three falls and you kind of know it's continuing so it's it's a bit nothing and a bit kind of like quick um, and, and you know, I could have done with a little bit more of a build and a little bit more of a tease and, and things like that rather than, you know, just get it. And the same with, you know, the, the Pulp Fiction kind of flashes and the, 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 the still to come flashes. You know, I probably could have done without knowing um, that, was it Conan and Sandman come to blows? Yeah. You know, it just feels like you've given away big moments of stuff already. Because you 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 know it's, it, we're back into the world of, of everything sizzle, um, and you know sometimes it just needs to be a little bit more serene. Just you know just listening to it build and working through. You know, sitting at the seaside listening to the waves come in, kind of thing, rather than you know in the thunderstorm. Mm. Yeah, no, totally. 
But um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think it's definitely all heading in the right direction. At least the episodes are starting to feel a little more different. When we went through this phase, I felt like I was watching the same thing every week. Oh, definitely. So, and I know we're kind of we're only a f- couple of weeks away from November to remember. Yeah, which November, is November eighteenth, which is going to be um, going to be big. We need to remember that. I mean, we better because otherwise it's a regret. Regret we won't forget. Oh. Um. Speaking of which, brings you into my part of the show. Um, so basically, thank you for listening to ReCW. Uh, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Sports Arena. Getting far more active now, so go do that. Um, Zazzle.co.uk or .com. Go check out some T-shirts at Sports Arena. There's a few bits up there. Might even do the um, the ReCW Sports Arena one, which you might have seen Tommy photoshoply wearing on our Instagram page. That might be available. And, um, yeah, that's it, really. He really wore it. He really wore it. <laughs> <laughs> Look young. We love your promos, Tommy. <laughs> so, yeah. If you, want, if you wish to hear Tommy introduce the show, then, you know, PayPal us money so we can buy him on Cameo to come in and talk to us. And I'm sure he'd give us a 30-second something. And we'll get him a T-shirt. Although, and this is a plug that's nothing to do with us, but, um, you know, with more and more ECW names being announced for the For the Love of Wrestling show in Liverpool over April next year, um, yeah, I mean, maybe we can wander around with a recorder and get people to talk to us. Oh, I can imagine if Anchor was working and we could do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Down Anchor. Down Anchor. Love you, Anchor. Are you calling an Anchor? Oh, right, do the do. So it is the time of the show where Griff regales us with a spoken word version of a promo or song inspired by the shows that we have just watched. And I was tempted at this one to go back in time and get Griff to do a another version of the famous Shane Douglas NWA uh, title uh, speech where he throws the title down and declares the NWA dead and declares Eastern Championship Wrestling is now Extreme Championship Wrestling because that celebrates its 25th anniversary this week. Um, But instead, I was inspired by the Psychosis and Rey Mysterio match. Um, And as I said, my one regret with it, my one thing that I wish uh, they would do is not jump straight into the three-way fight and do it a little bit slowly. And slowly in Spanish is... Despacito. <laughs> so, um, here is Griff. Um, and I gave you the Justin Bieber version, partly because you're our Justin Bieber and partly to give you some English words to say as well. But here is Griff. <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> with... <laughs> no, you won't be able to hear me. Um, with um, Despacito. Yes. Coming over in my direction. So thankful for that. It's such a blessing. Yeah. Turn every situation into heaven. Yeah. Oh, oh, you are my sunrise on the darkest day. Got me feeling some kind of way. Make me want to savour every moment. Slowly, slowly. You fit me tailor-made. Love how you put it on. Got the only key. 
know how to turn it on. The way you nibble on my ear. The only words I want to hear. Baby, take it slow so you can let us know. Dispatcho. Cuero respira to Cuello. Dispatcho. Deja cu. Te diga cosas a huido. Paroku te acuede sino esta conmigo. Dispatcho. Cuero desnudate a besos despacio. Forma en la pared de tu laberinto. De tu cuerpo todo un manuscrito. Como te gusta mi traje. What was the name of this song? <laughs> despacio. Okay. Como te gusta mi traje is how'd you like my soup? <laughs> is that how'd you like how'd you like my reading? <laughs> Despacio, hello. Despacio. <laughs> oh. Catch you there, everyone. Bye.